What do you think of when you think about nature? The sound of birds singing, water rushing in a creek, plants, animals, and other creatures you might not see in everyday life? What does it mean to have a relationship with nature? For indigenous kids, especially those who grew up in urban areas, this question can have complicated answers. Western science education doesn't always leave room for indigenous ways of knowing about the environment. Researchers at Northwestern's Learning Sciences program are trying to change this to support these relationships and fill in what Western education might miss. From the Daily Northwestern, I'm Jordan Manji. This is Brainstorm, a podcast exploring all things science, health, and tech. For this episode, I spoke to graduate and undergraduate students working on CESPI's Indigenous Science, Technology, Engineering, Arts, and Math, or ISTEAM, project. Primarily, it has taken the form of week-long STEAM camps for Indigenous kids in Chicago and Seattle. It's expansive and ongoing, with many researchers working on smaller projects within the larger one. One of those researchers is Nikki McDade. Um, hello, my name is Zawo Naibi, which is the name my grandfather Albert Ballard gave to me. I'm also known as Nikki McDade. I am from the Shoshone Bannock Nation of Fort Hall, Idaho, and I'm also Paiute. Nikki is a PhD candidate in learning sciences at NU and a research assistant on the ISTEAM project. To develop Indigenous-centered learning environments, they said researchers for ISTEAM build relationships with communities and create the curriculum alongside community members. They say, what is it that we want our kids to learn? And sometimes that's in alignment with what educational systems in the mainstream culture also want for kids. And a lot of times it's things that go well beyond that. And so we're talking about our kids spiritual and emotional health. We're talking about our kids' physical health. We're talking about our kids' intellectual health. This cooperation between researchers and community members is called community-based design project. You design things with community, then you analyze the data, then you make data-informed decisions to redesign the project again. Forrest Bruce is a learning sciences PhD candidate who's also a research assistant on the project. He said community involvement is intentional. We're engaging Indigenous families and communities to come up with the, the things that they want their children to be learning. Because historically, education has been something that has extracted children from their families, from their communities, and from land. And so ISTEAM is intentionally integrating or reintegrating those things. The goal of these learning environments? First and foremost, that they're rooted in Indigenous ways of knowing. Then, connections are made to the Western science education kids get in school. That means that we're engaging in everyday activities that are situated in thinking about respect, relationships, reciprocity, and our roles in communities. And people will call those like the four R's. (laughs) But what exactly do these environments look like? What it is essentially is that it's a STEAM camp, which is a common program that like a lot of kids like go to science camp. So it's like that, but it's totally rooted in indigenous ways of knowing and being. Essentially, researchers create a week-long summer camp for indigenous kids and their families where they can build relationships with nature. These camps are entirely outdoors. It's pretty radically different than what traditional classroom-based education is. Usually when kids go outside, it's 
for recess. You know, outdoors isn't something where intellectual learning can happen, but here at iSteam, all of our learning and uh, curriculum, and it, it's all place-based and it, it all takes place outside. And that means that for the duration of camp, the researchers are outside all day too. It's exhausting, like being outside for eight hours a day, or probably more like 10 hours, running around with a, a bunch of little ones. But it really also just gives you a lot of life and a lot of hope for the future. So, Participants aren't just kids either. The program is intergenerational, meaning all ages are welcome. We had all sorts of age groups show up and participate. So we, in Chicago this last time, had like an eight-month-old there, and we also had an 80-year-old grandfather hanging out with us the whole time. And we recognize that like learning is something that happens throughout the life course. So everybody who's there is is a learner and a teacher. The reason the program is outdoors, Nikki explained, is that the education is land and water based. It situates land as our teacher. Education looks different when you come to it with land as a partner than land as a organism, some abstract thing that's not related to us. And so that relationship piece is important. Like when we talk about relationships, we mean, you know, between human actors. We also mean between all of the actors in the ecosystem. This isn't how most STEAM summer camps operate. Using this framework, both researchers and participants can center Indigenous knowledge. We are kin from an Indigenous point of view. We are family and relatives, which is a different way into science than coming at it as in, I am this person who's separate from nature, maybe superior to nature as well, and I'm looking down at nature, trying to understand it. It's like, well, actually, humans are this younger species who doesn't know anything. <laughs> and we are trying to learn from observing what already is. While program participants spend time learning from nature, researchers collect data on their interactions, drawing from video footage and interviews with students. One undergraduate research assistant, Weinberg junior Christine Potterman, spends most of her time watching videos taken from the camps. Her job is to translate those videos into data. I literally just sit there, watch the videos, and then fill out a massive spreadsheet about like different characteristics of the video, how many people were in the video, a description of like what happened. And then I like go through checking boxes about all different kinds of learning sciences frameworks that were present in the video. The categories Christine assigns each video include instances where a student mentions a relationship, a plant relative, or responsibility relating to nature. I'm working on this, especially right now, examining the physical structure of participants. And so are they in a circle? Are they talking to each other like face to face? Who's leading the group? So things that like we might not always think about in our day to day lives, but are actually like really important to the way that we learn. And the research extends beyond just behaviors of the students. We're doing that kind of work in the field, but we're also like teaching the whole time. And we're, you know, also looking at like, how is our teaching shifting over time? And, you know, how can we be better pedagogues in addition to what the kids are learning? In addition to studying teaching, Nikki and Forrest are both completing their own projects based on data and outcomes of the iSteam research. Nikki's looks at the relationship between one child, Talon, and one plant, Stinging Nettle. Basically, I, I'm finding that Talon and Nettle have a more familial kinship-based relationship over time. Talon starts to talk to Nettle as if Nettle is his relative, calls the Nettle, the Nettle people, says hi to Nettle and gets excited whenever he sees Nettle, those sorts of things. And that's a big shift from at the start of camp 
where he was like, metal is a plant that hurts. From 2014 to 2019, at iSteam Camp, Talon developed a relationship with nettle, learning about its healing properties and how to treat nettle stings. He passed on this knowledge to other students in the program and branched out to relationship building with other plants like huckleberry. Nikki's research looks at how kinship with plants will affect environmental decision-making over time. And my idea is that when we care about plants more, which we do when they are our family members, that will make better environmental decisions. And that's something that is kind of like my overall research paradigm over time is like, you know, if we think about plants as our kin, will we make better decisions about the environment in general? While Nikki studies plant kinship, Forrest's project is looking at relationships between the participants and water. At the time of the program, which was in 2019, which is where my dad is from, there was a dam removal that was downstream from the river. And so we, you know, we talked about like this dam removal is happening currently. Like how will that change the ecosystem here? The kids like set fish traps in the river and speculated, okay, like these are the fish that we see here now. Like if we come back next year, what fish will be here? What about in five years, 50 years? Forest Project is examining the shift in how students interacted with the river at the beginning versus at the end of the week-long program. On the first day, most of the activity was focused on the bank. There weren't a whole lot of people stepping into the water or onto the rocks. But by the last day of activity, pretty much the entire group was in the river. And so I'm thinking about like what that physical closeness to the river, how that shapes our thinking about and also our relationship with water. Forest, who's Ojibwe, said that aside from relationships with nature, the ISTEAM camps also build connections between kids who might not otherwise be in community with other Indigenous kids or families. A lot of these kids are the only Native in their high school or in their, in their school. And so it's really important to have an educational space where they're like surrounded with other Natives. And I went to like a high school on a reservation for a few years. And so I had that for a while. But then I think most of my experience in schooling wasn't like that. Like I was the only native kid in school and it, it sucks. So yeah, I, I do think that these kinds of spaces are important. From the Daily Northwestern, I'm Jordan Manchi. Thanks for listening to another episode of Brainstorm. This episode was reported and produced by me. The audio editor of The Daily Northwestern is Lucia Barnum. The digital managing editors are Will Clark and Katrina Pham. And the editor-in-chief is Jacob Fulton. Make sure to subscribe to The Daily Northwestern's podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud to hear more episodes like this.